Welcome back to the New England Travel Journal podcast. Today we are excited to be joined by Brittany Jasnoff, the executive editor of Boston Magazine, and Brittany's latest article, Ready to Get Out. Here's seven scenic day trips to escape the city this summer in the June-July issue of Boston Magazine. Brittany takes a detailed look at the best spots of Massachusetts uh, for taking in the state's beauty, the natural scenery, while also staying mindful of current health and safety protocols. This guide even includes helpful information about families who are looking to enjoy different locations while remaining in the car. Brittany, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to join the New England Travel Journal podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Let's jump right into it, Brittany. Obviously, everybody knows these are are different times. It's summer. Everybody wants to get out and do something. For you, what were the challenges of putting together a travel guide during this COVID pandemic? What was different about the process for you this year? Yeah, well, pretty much all of it was different this year. Um, We knew people were going to be anxious to get outside this summer, um, but there were just so many logistical considerations we had to think about in putting together you know, safe and realistic travel guide for the times that we're living in right now. Um, You know, just by way of example, we were originally going to do a feature about the best beaches in Massachusetts, but then the parking lots were shut down um, in the spring to slow the spread of COVID-19. So, of course, that decision eventually got reversed, but nonetheless, we ended up pivoting to this feature about day trips to kind of give people ideas for fun things you can do without booking an overnight stay. Um, You know, even that proved to be a little bit of a challenge, though. We had originally included drivable destinations all over New England, but the quarantine rules were still so kind of unclear when we were finishing up the issue in May for, you know, all across the region that we just decided to make recommendations in state and, uh, and, you know, encourage people to stay closer to home. And I think something that's good about that, too, is even someone like myself from Connecticut, and I, I can go look at the Boston Magazine, and there's a lot of these destinations that are within driving distance for, for someone like myself and others in different New England states. So even though you focus primarily on the Boston area, it is, with New England being such a, a small area overall, it's really something that can work for, for everybody. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And now that things are, like I said, a little bit clearer about where you can go and when, um, you know, there's, a, you know, it's a it's a great opportunity, you know, to take advantage of all the great things that New England has to offer. We're talking with Brittany Jasnoff, the executive editor for Boston Magazine. Uh, you did uh, focus on the Boston area and everything really within two and a half hours of it, North Shore, Cape Cod, South Shore, the Berkshires, a little bit closer to the Lincoln-Concord area, the South Coast. We're going to work through it region by region here so we can cover the whole state of Massachusetts. Let's start with the Cape. That's what a lot of people think of when they think of summer travel to Massachusetts. Uh, A great way to start a day trip, I would imagine, and I know you highlighted it, is by getting those bikes off the bike rack on the car. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just the coastal routes you'd expect, although those are great too. We actually um, recommended a great mountain biking trail in West Barnstable called the Trail of Tears. It's, it was originally designed as a motorcycle loop, and it's 21 twisty miles of single track that's really great for thrill seekers. But there's obviously something for everyone um, from the famous Cape Cod Rail Trail, which runs from Yarmouth to Wellfleet, um, where you can even rent a bike on the route so you don't have to lug your own, um, to the Shining Sea Bikeway, which is another great option that runs from Falmouth to Woods Hole, and it's just about as coastal as it gets. So lots of great uh, biking opportunities. What else can people look for this summer on the Cape? Well, one thing, I mean, you know, of course, 
you know, you're always going to want to stop for your seafood. One kind of unique way that we um, recommended that people get their seafood fixed while they're um, on the Cape is, um, you know, the Chatham Bars Inn is uh, a great resort um, down in Chatham, and you don't have to be a guest there to make a reservation for one of their regular clam bakes. Um, and, you know, you can enjoy lobster, corn, potatoes, and clams with your toes in the sand. And that's a great way to end a day um, if you're just spending the day down there. Yeah, for sure. It's in a we we've driven by it before. Never gone in, but it's certainly on a on a beautiful location there. Uh, Absolutely, right on the water. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, a bit of an underrated gem, and actually somewhere that we just went to. We spent a night in, in Marblehead, but the North Shore uh, offers a scenic drive along the Essex Coastal Scenic Byway. There's beaches, hiking, amazing photography opportunities, and of course Woodman's of Essex for the fried clam lovers. What what do you recommend and where do you recommend people head to when they check out the North Shore? Yeah, absolutely. So there's, I mean, you know, obviously everybody knows there's beautiful beaches in Gloucester and Ipswich, but one of my favorite hikes actually is um, Halibut Point State Park. Um, that is a great spot. Um, you can kind of walk around. There's this former granite quarry that's filled with rainwater. It has like a turquoise tint that's absolutely gorgeous. And it's also right on the Atlantic, so there's plenty of rocky perches to kind of enjoy those beautiful views. It's a really special place. Um, another great place for biking is the Old Eastern Marsh Trail in Salisbury. Um, it's just about a mile long, so not, not a long trip, but has a really diverse range of landscapes in a short distance, um, including rocky woods and riverbanks and all kinds of good stuff. And of course, as you mentioned, if you're in the vicinity of Essex, you can't go wrong with Woodman's. Um, you know, all you really need to do, they have um, outside ordering set up, so you don't even have to go in. You can just order outside. You don't. You can pop the trunk of your SUV and you can tailgate overlooking the causeway. So it's really a fun um, thing to do if you're, you know, after the beach or after, you know, a hike or a bike ride. Um, you know, it's just you can't go wrong with that. I was talking with Brittany Jasminoff, the executive editor of Boston Magazine, in the latest edition, the July, I should say, the June July edition. They published Ready to Get Out Here, Seven Scenic Day Trips to Escape the City this summer, and we're talking through those options with Brittany. You can also check out Boston Magazine at bostonmagazine.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Let's take a look at the South Shore and the South Coast. What can day trippers expect when they head down there? Well, lots of coastal beauty, of course, but also some quieter trails that are really perfect for this era of social distancing that we're in right now. Um, Witten Woods in Duxbury is um, definitely less well-trod than other local um, hiking destinations, and it has wide trails that allow people to spread out comfortably while they're walking. Um, World's End in Hingham is another gorgeous coastal property. It's run by the Trustees of Reservations, and they're actually offering controlled entry this summer, so you have to buy your tickets ahead of time online. But that means it won't be as crowded as you know as usual. So it's a great, uh, another great safe destination to check out um, this summer. And um, both regions have some really unique experiences that can be enjoyed safely um, beyond just hiking and biking. So, for example, on the South Coast, um, Massachusetts Design and Art Technology Institute has two COVID-friendly art in installations in downtown New Bedford. And one you can actually see from the street. It's a reflective light room made of chains and mirrors, and you can view it from outside um, the floor-to-ceiling windows. And the second is three large-scale murals that um, depict the region's maritime history, and that's on Union Street in New Bedford. Um, of course, on the South Shore, it definitely pays to make a stop at Island Creek Oyster Farm to pick up a dozen you know, oysters to check at home after whatever you're doing for the day.
So those are some of my favorite highlights. Let's take a look uh, a bit more inland now, the Berkshires. Uh, people mostly think of it, we talked about the Cape and how people think summertime in Cape Cod, but the Berkshires I think a lot of times is thought of as largely a fall time destination, but waterfalls, gardens, the hikes are still gorgeous this year, purely New England Main Street. It's a, it's a wonderful place for folks to travel to in the summer as well. Absolutely. You know, even without Tanglewood going on in the summer, there are so many reasons to visit the Berkshires. Um, some really special hikes. Um, one highlight is Chesterwood in Stockbridge. It was originally the summer home of the sculptor um, Daniel Chester French, and it has some stunning trails that really take full advantage of the location. Um, if biking is more your speed, um, you could try a picturesque route from Great Barrington to Umpachine Falls in New Marlborough. So that's a really stunning waterfall that, you know, you can great photography opportunities there. Um, and then and and beautiful views of farmland all along the way. Um, and then for really hardcore uh, bikers, um, you know, pedaling up and down 3,900 foot Mount Greylock Summit should really check off all the boxes um, for kind of an exhilarating ride. Um, whatever you do along the way, you know, it, it'd be great to check out the um, secret garden known as the Bridge of Flowers in Shelburne Falls, um, just as a great little stop along the way. So if you're embarking on your trip from Boston, there's some great options less than an hour away, uh, an hour away as well. In the Lincoln Concord area, you'll find, among other landmarks, early Revolutionary War history. And in central Massachusetts, you can itch that hiking bug. Yeah, absolutely. So both areas offer fantastic spots to kind of unplug in nature and some really cool stops along the way. Um, you might think of Henry David Thoreau's beloved Walden Pond when you think of Concord, but um, if you really want to avoid those crowds, there's a spot called Wright Woods abutting it that has nine miles of trails through a hickory and birchwood forest, glacial kettle ponds, uh, holes that are now ponds, and just beautiful views of the Sudbury River. So another a great alternative to Walden Pond there. On the historical side, you know, you can make stops at Authors Ridge at Sleepy Hollow Cemetery to pay off, uh, you know, to pay homage to some of your favorite local writers, whether it's Ralph Waldo Emerson or Thoreau. And um, you can also check out Louisa May Alcott's Orchard House in the area. Um, and of course, getting there from Boston, you, take, you can take the Battle Road Historic Byway, which marks the beginnings of the Revolutionary War. Um, in Central Mass, I, I really like um, Purgatory Chasm, which sounds scary, but it's actually a really <laughs> unique rock formation with a skinny crevice called Batman's Misery that you can actually wedge yourself into. It's a pretty cool spot. Um, and one thing, I, you know, with the comet Neowise, everybody's talking about now, um, visible just after sunset this month, um, stargazing at the Sturbridge Trails, Heinz Farm Conservation Area, area will be even more exciting. Um, and, you know, we recommend just grabbing a chili dog from the century-old Georgia's Coney Island in Worcester uh, beforehand for the perfect dinner. We're chatting with Brittany Jasnoff, the executive editor of Boston Magazine here on the New England Travel Journal podcast, talking about her latest article in the June-July issue of Boston Magazine, Ready to Get Out. Here's seven scenic day trips to escape the city this summer. Also check it out on bostonmagazine.com as well as on social media, Facebook and Instagram. What I really liked about the article was, of course, you're giving all these options for, for people to get out and about and do something, but there's still going to be people, and rightfully so, who, who are going to be cautious and want to spend more time around the house uh, just because of everything that's going on. And for those people who want to continue to be cautious and uh, limit their travel, there's virtual escapes and even road trips where travelers don't even have to leave the car that you highlighted. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we wanted to give people options based on their risk tolerance. Um, and you know, we realized, like you said, that that pe some people may not be comfortable being out in public places, um, even outdoors. So we wanted to suggest a few road trips where you don't even need to leave the car to see something beautiful. So one of those is the Essex um, Coastal Scenic Byway, or Scenic Coastal Byway, excuse me, which is a 90-mile coastal route that starts in Lynn and goes all the way up the coast to Salisbury Beach. Um, you know, you, you don't need to get out, out of the car, like I said, to see these beautiful cliffside homes um, and even do a little sightseeing through the window in Salem. Um, another great option is to take uh, Route 3A to Windmill Point in Hull and just park and take in views. Um, you know, we also rounded up some cool virtual day trips that you can take this summer um, because places have been getting really creative in figuring out ways to bring their programming to life online. So from a beach camp at Hampton Beach to um, now the Newport Mansions are offering online tours. Um, there are plenty of ways to kind of check out what some of your favorite summer destinations are doing even if you're not able to get there this year. And for those who do venture out to the beach, to hike, to a restaurant, from your travels, what you're hearing, what's the best advice that you can give someone who is going to head out and, and go on one of these day trips? Yeah, well, I think um, rule number one is, of course, to wear the mask, um, you know, including yep. outside if you can socially distance from other people who are out enjoying the day, um, you know, and then, you know, beyond that, the toughest thing about going on a long drive somewhere is the very real and somewhat scary prospect <laughs> of having to use public restroom. Yes. So I think the best thing you can do um, is make sure you just have a kit with everything you need in case the facility doesn't have it. So, you know, wet wipes, paper towels. We've all been to bathrooms that are, you know, lacking in paper towels. Um, you know, hand sanitizer obviously should do. Um, if you have a young child like I do, you'll probably already have a lot of these things handy in your diaper bag. But um, <laughs> I would also just recommend bringing um, disposable gloves in case you need to pump gas and just kind of anything you anticipate, you know, uh, needing to, to keep safe, um, you know, supply-wise is great to have on hand. Yeah, for sure. It's something that we have certainly found out as we've been going around. We've sort of added different things to our cars as, Quarantine is not the right word anymore, but restricted travel is continued and uh, just making sure that we we have what we need. What we've even done is made sure we have folding chairs in our car now just in case we find somewhere and we just want to sit there and, and, and relax and maybe not mingle at a restaurant or rather than sitting at a restaurant, just take out and sit in some chairs a little bit away from people. So I, I think, like you mentioned, people are doing a great job trying to figure out ways around it that they can still out still go out and enjoy the scenery in, in Massachusetts and other parts of New England. Absolutely. This is always a great time of year to get out, and now more than ever, I think, for sure. And Brittany, you do have a, an exciting magazine, Boston Magazine, coming up in, in August. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. We have our um, annual Best Boston issue coming out in August. So we will be offering, um, you know, a look at the best of everything that Boston has to offer from great patio dining to boutiques with curbside pickup and all kinds of great things for the socially distanced era that we're living in today. And you'll be able to find that on bostonmagazine.com. You can also find Boston Magazine on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Brittany, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to join the New England Travel Journal podcast and for talking about your latest article and how to get out and about in Massachusetts this year. Thank you so much for having me, Sam. I really appreciate it. I've been Sam Dostler, a guest this time on the New England Travel Journal podcast. Brittany Jasnoff, the executive editor of Boston Magazine. 
Check out her latest article, Ready to Get Out. Here's seven scenic day trips to escape the city this summer in the June-July issue of Boston Magazine. Brittany, again, thanks so much. Thanks to everyone who's been listening. This has been the New England Travel Journal Podcast.